Okay, so welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week 10. So this week we're going to be talking about listening to our tummy. So it's a continuation on from last week's call. And I wanted to start with a quote uh, from a like guy I've been following in terms of uh, business coach, he's a business coach, and he says, like the only way you fail is if you quit trying. And I've heard this idea before and but just to be reminded of that, I think it's really great when to be reminded in any endeavor, like really like the only time we really fail is when we quit, when we stop trying. And and he, the other thing that this guy, Alex Hormozzi, talks about is like just thinking, like looking at it for a longer time frame. So like if you think about whatever skill you're trying to learn. In this case, we're learning to listen to our to our tummies and listen to our bodies. But if you practice that every day for five years, like, would you learn this skill? And it's like, yeah, of course. Like, if I kept at it, if I kept going, like, in five years' time, yeah, for sure. So I, I think it's really helpful to, to remember this, particularly when we're learning new skills, is to take that long-term approach of, oh, yeah, okay, so that if I just keep trying, I'm going to get there eventually. And if I give myself enough space and time, I'm going to get there eventually. And the great thing is that when you do that, it's like takes that pressure off in that, in the moment. And it also makes you feel more optimistic about it. So you're more likely to, to go. So um, yeah, I thought I would start with a bit of motivational, like a bit of philosophy. So let's now look do our naturally healthy club philosophy. So one, I'm becoming or I am naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. Uh, sometimes it's just a reminder I need to be more intentional. Next one is how do I want this to go? Such a good question for making intentional choices. Number six, overeating is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. So that's going to be our, um, our theme for today. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future, which is a really helpful thought when you are like, when you do know that you're satisfied and you're struggling to stop, just reminding yourself, oh yeah, actually I am going to have amazing food later. I don't have to eat it all now can be so, so, such a powerful reframe. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly, especially the listening to my tummy part. Like there will be totally times where you still overeat and that's totally okay. It's times where I totally overeat and that's okay. It's all part of it, part of being naturally healthy. Uh, uh, the, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings and that's some work we'll be doing in the future. So hold, hold tight for that one. Um, there are no bad foods. So remember from our nutrition class that, you know, all food has value. But that being said, it is more helpful when we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. And another one that I love with that, I think that thought that iPhone use went together. It's, and this is so fun. <laughs> um, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, and then we've got our Naturally Healthy Club process. So remember, four parts to it. So light, L-I-T-E. And we've been implementing it backwards, but now that we're out to the listening part, we can just, I can, <laughs> I can go through it in the, uh, in the 
chronological, not chronological, alphabet, not alphabetical, but in the, the, the acronym order. So L for listening to our tummies, and we'll talk more about that later, so I won't go into detail with that now. I is for making intentional choices, and the key thought there is like, how do I want this to go? And the habit that goes along with that making intentional choices is our daily practice. And um, and for those of you that I haven't done it yet, we do have a, there is a daily practice challenge. And um, so if you haven't started that, great. You know, it's, it is a really good thing to do to build that habit of just having like a couple of minutes every day where you're thinking through your day, where you're asking yourself, how do I want this day to go? And uh, yes, and there's actually with the challenge, when you have completed it, post in the group and let us know because there are prizes for everyone who completes the challenge. And it's just a 10-day thing, I think, or a 14-day thing. And yeah, just building that habit, that consistent habit of doing it every day is so powerful. And I was really thrilled because um, I use the five-minute journal app and I'm, my streak's up to 100 and something, 800 and something days. And I was worried when I was coming back um, on the flight, like that I was going to miss a day because of the time changes and stuff. So I did an extra one and um, I didn't lose my streak. So <laughs> I'm very happy about that. But yeah, that this is something that is that I do every day, it makes a huge difference to my life, just having that check-in of, yeah, like how do I want this day to go? Um, and I really encourage you to, to experiment and find something like that, that that's really, that, that works for you. And then also that thought, how do I want this to go? We can use that in the moment as well because when stuff comes up, like you end up being, you know, your plane gets delayed and you're stuck in the airport and you're like, oh, there's all this, like, you know, you're in the lounge and there's all this food and you just you can think it through. Like, how do I want this to go? Like, do I, rather than just eating on autopilot, bringing some, bringing some intentional intentionality into your choices. So it's, yeah, such a powerful thought. Next one is tracking and the habit, of course, is daily weighing and the thought is, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And just accepting wherever we are at. Ease for enjoyment where we started and the thought that goes along with that is that there's no rush and the habit that goes along with it is just putting our cutlery down and uh, you know just slowing ourselves down and just whenever you're noticing, just slowing yourself down just so you can uh, just enjoy the food. And the other habit that goes along with enjoyment is getting into that habit of anticipating something delicious. delicious. So actually look at, giving yourself permission to plan things and look forward forward to things. Um, so that's our process. And actually um, Lorna had asked for some coaching around the um, anticipating something delicious. So I'll, I'll, I've made a note to, to coach on that at the end. So we'll come back to that, that a bit later. Okay, so plan for today is got some news to share. We'll do a quick recap on last week's lesson. And then I'm opening up to tiny wins. So I want you to think about what's working or what's not working for you at the moment um, <clears throat> or lessons that you've learned as well. And, yeah, it would be great not to have crickets. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about more about um, the, the, this, like the tummy challenge and this skill of listening to our bodies. And, um, and then I've got some coaching to do as well. So... Uh, yes, in terms of news, only news is post of the week. Um, prize this week went to Jen. Yay, Jen's on the call. Um, I'm just going to read out what you wrote, Jen, because it was, it was so great. So 
Um, Jen had shared Halloween tiny wins. I've realized that restriction turns into cravings for me. So I've been trying to tell myself that I can have anything I like. For me, that's sweets, cake, chocolate, crackers, and bread anytime I want it. The only guidelines I have are that the sweets should be dessert after a meal and that I need to decide how much I'll have before I start, which is such a brilliant strategy with, 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 with sugar in particular. Um, it's been working surprisingly well. So on Halloween, I told myself you can have as much candy as you like, but it was has to be the candy that you like most. So I made a list of my favorite nostalgic Halloween candy in the morning and said I could eat any of those if I wanted. Turns out that Halloween is a colleague's birthday, so she brought in a muffin to share, muffins to share. Unexpectedly, unexpected, but again, I told myself you can have a muffin if you want. Um, I didn't want it, so I had one after lunch. Then all of a sudden my brain started with, uh, there is a chocolate on your desk, you should eat it now. I was able to realize I had a craving. Um, think for a second that the chocolate at my desk wasn't the Halloween chocolate plan and that I didn't really want it. My brain was still shouting at me, so I actually remembered the bilateral stimulation, grabbed my water bottle off my desk and did it, just passing it from um, one, handle to, one hand to the other. It is really weird how well it works. That night, I wasn't feeling well at all. Um, Chico treating with my kids. Turns out I was coming down with a nasty cold. Sorry, Jen, I hope you're feeling better. And I just didn't feel like candy, so I didn't eat any. This is another huge win for me. In the past, I would have just eaten the candy anyway since I would have had a rule around it being Halloween and only allowed candy that day. This time I was able to realise I wasn't well and wouldn't enjoy it and I knew I could have it in the future. So, so many tiny wins there, Jen. Like, first of all, like noticing an urge for that chocolate, like that craving, and then using the bilateral stimulation. For those of you that um, have missed out on that lesson, that's this technique to, um, to uh, that just neutralizes urges. When you've got that urge, really strong urge to eat, like eat something or do punch someone in the face, you, um, yeah, you, it's just this, this, technique to like calm your brain down and bring your brain back to neutral and it's just passing an object from one hand to the other for like a couple of times 10 times I usually count and yeah it's crazy how well it works um yeah so yeah really celebrating Jen for, for, for that and also for that that win at the end around like not recognizing that she didn't feel well and also like and so going, actually, you know, I'm not really going to enjoy this candy. I can have it later. Like, so, so good to like, just be like in that and um, yeah. And just, and be like such a naturally healthy way to approach a situation like that. So really wanted to celebrate. Yay, Jen. I hope you're feeling better now, Jen. <laughs> she sums up. Excellent. Okay. So let's recap last week's lesson. So last week, we, I introduced this concept of that overeating is never worth it and just this idea of listening to our bodies and how really that why this is important is because it really makes managing your weight and weight loss effortless. Like this is the thing that when you get to the, when you can do this, when you can like tune into what your body needs and stop eating like kind of when you feel satisfied, it's just like this, this, amazing skill that we all have that it just makes the weight like it makes it all fall into place and the thing is that our like our appetites are hugely variable and so if we're used to like eating the same amount of food every day there are days some days where we actually don't need that much food and we are overeating on those days and so that can that that always like 
causes problems with our weight. And the other thing is that when you do this, if you do have a day where you're overeating, like I did on Sunday night, my Irishman roasted this amazing chicken chicken in the wood-fired oven and I hadn't had like home-cooked chicken for such a long time and I just like overate. But then naturally, so that was Sunday night, naturally yesterday, like my appetite, like I just like I wasn't really that hungry because I'd, um, you know, because because of the day before and so because I was listening to my body I still did eat food but I like my meals were much smaller I had like a really small dinner last night it was probably like a quarter of what I would normally eat and um yeah that felt good to me and it wasn't like this restrictive thing it was a really peaceful calm thing and then of course like today my weight's back to where it was before my Sunday overeating session and like so that's how this plays out is like when you listen to your body yes there are times where you overeat but then you you, when you tune in it's easy to like adjust the quantities um so so that it balances out so then and like those little but, and all these little things add up, add up to to you like getting to your ideal weight. And the other reason I love listening to our bodies is because it's like it gives you an incentive to like to not like overeat and not waste like stomach stomach space on things that that aren't that aren't that you don't not aren't going to be so enjoyable. Um, and yes, it's so it's really like this really cool and it just feels really good and peaceful to to do this and so how we how we want to how we go about doing it is just it's really just setting the intention like that and I I really love this thought overeating is never worth it like it's just when you remind yourself that it's because you you know that to be true like you know that feeling of like feeling gross and bloated is not fun um so setting that intention at the is the the first part and then when you're sitting down to eat, you know, you're just pausing um, and then literally like checking in, like how does my tummy feel? And if, um, and then uh, you can do it at the beginning, like, you know, how am I feeling right before I start eating? You can do it in midway through. That's often a good thing to do is like to like think about your plate when you're like about halfway, like use that as a trigger of like, oh yeah, check in with my tummy. How's my tummy feeling? And then also, you know, as you're getting towards the end, check in again. And then we just want to notice, like, and it's really a matter of just tuning in to your, your like, what are your, um, like, what, what are your satiety cues? And there's a few different things that, um, that, that come up. And one of, like, for, for me, it's often, it's just a sense of like, oh, that's enough. I feel it's like a, feel satisfied feeling which is a bit nebulous but that's the the it's like oh yeah no that that's like that's good <laughs> I feel good now um but it can also be things like that like you'll notice that the food stop ta- stops tasting as good like your your taste buds aren't feeling as as like you're kind of like yeah like the the pleasure that you're getting from the food isn't as strong um another really good like kind of thing to notice is if your attention starts wandering because when you like at the beginning of the meal when you're hungry like you'll find that you're you're really you know the food's there and it's really like it's taking up a lot of your focus but then as you as you're feeling more satisfied you start to think about your day and you start to or you think about you know what you've got to do next or what you know whatever it is um another can be just and that like it that physical feeling of fullness is another another sign that you're feeling it's just like 
And for me, it's like I can feel, I don't, when I feel like where I like to get to is a place where I can feel like food in my tummy, like just in the, in there, but it's not. So the, the, it feels, it feels good. It doesn't feel empty, but it also doesn't feel stuffed. And the thing to remember with this is that there's like, there's a window of satisfaction. There's like, you know, there's hungry and then there's like, you know, just satisfied and then there's a window that that of satisfaction and then on the other end past that window of satisfaction is the overfull so when we um when we're doing this like we, you, do, you know, stopping some point in this window is great but what you might find is that when you like to in order to lose weight you might need to be like tuning in a little bit more to this the 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 earlier satisfaction um rather than than later but it's like something to play around with and um yeah just just test as you go uh the other satiety cues yeah yeah I mentioned the inner knowing so that's a bit that's a big one for me it's just like yeah like yeah no that's that's enough um, and another one can be like a tiny burp. So this is from um, Ayurvedic practices is that often when our bodies are satisfied, that they, they put up a little burp. You get this, people will notice having a little burp. And there could be other things, like you might have your own things. And so we want to just get curious and figure out like how does this, what does it, how, what does it feel like for you? Uh, and so l- last week uh, we... Um, we did an exercise just to check in with how our tummies are feeling. And this is a good thing to, you can just start practicing doing this. Like whenever you think about it, like it can be in the morning, it can be like, you know, if you're like just got a few minutes and you're waiting in the checkout line, um, just whenever you think about it, just the more you tune into like and bring awareness to how your tummy is feeling throughout the day, the like the, um, it, like they're kind of you know you're just building that connection you're building that muscle of knowing oh yeah this is how my tummy feels at different times so we might repeat that exercise now because I think it's it's something that's um, that's, that's super valuable to do at any point in time so um, I just invite you to close your eyes if you feel comfortable closing your eyes and if not just that's that's fine too and just um just yeah, if you but you can leave them open if you like. And just take a breath in and just um I f- it can be helpful to like actually put your hand on your on your tummy. And then just yeah, just check in and say like how how's my tummy feeling right now? And just don't judge it, like just know that whatever whatever comes up for you like um and then what can be helpful, and I learned this from my sex coach, is to bring movement into the area because movement, um, it, it increases the, like, the information flow of neuron between the body and the brain. Um, so if you, if you can't really feel it, like having a bit of a wiggle or doing a bit of a belly dance can, can sometimes bring more focus into that area and yeah there's like just just like there's no right or wrong here it's just like whatever you notice you notice and if you don't notice anything that's cool too it's just like yeah amazing that's my tummy and just see how it feels again and then that's it like it's just open your eyes again and um yeah like that's that's how we check in with our tummies 
Um, okay, so we might do, we'll do tiny wins and then we'll talk more around the tummy challenge and I'll, I'm going to go through the, the workbook for you for that. Um, actually, so, um, but before we do that, um, just how's everyone feeling about that, that like checking in with your tummy? Like, does anyone notice anything? Does anyone have any questions or is anything weird coming up for you that you want, you're not, you want to discuss? <laughs> is it feeling like, calm? like, does that feel good to you to like, do you like, and what I, do, does it make sense? Like, I'd love some feedback. What are your thoughts? Lindsay's nodding. Lindsay's got a thumbs up. Okay. Amazing. Anyone else? Mel? Still find it hard to locate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mel, it's, it's, it's actually like, so it's just kind of, so like, just on, I love your rib cage. Yeah. Or, but you can also like check in with like your abdominal area as well but it, it's like the actual stomach's a bit higher up. Leslie's saying feels like a good and helpful cue. I don't notice anything. Cool, Deb, and that's that's good. That's probably like that you're feeling neutral. And oftentimes that's how tummies will feel. Like they don't feel, and that, like most of the, you think about it, most of the day that's where we want to be. We want to be in this kind of neutral place where we're not hungry um, our tummies are like just comfortable. They're not, we're not like they're like our body's got the fuel that it needs. So our tummies aren't hungry. And then they're also not full because we haven't like that. We're not digesting. So most of the time, nothing going on there. <laughs> so yeah, great. Great. So most of the time, that's where you would expect your tummy to be like in that kind of neutral place. And particularly like if you're going on with your day, but then when it gets close to meal times, you'll notice, you might notice, Oh yeah, it's rumbling or it, it feels a bit different. And then also then of course, after you've eaten, that's, that's when it, when you'll notice the other, other things, nothing going on here. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, um, Mine is quiet too. Oh, everyone's got quiet, peaceful tummies. Isn't that not lovely? <laughs> like our tummies together are all being quite place. Um, Emma said, I was surprised as I have just inhaled breakfast and I assumed um, assumed more would be felt. Nothing there. Maybe I ate too quickly and need to wait for a bit. No, maybe not, Emma. Like maybe it's just like, you know, that's good. So I think the, the thing is like, it's okay for it for not to really feel that much <laughs> and it's okay for it to feel full sometimes it's okay for it to feel hungry it's like it's like whatever it is it is like it's it's not good nothing's good or bad with it it's just um it's about like just bringing that awareness and bringing that connection to it but also like don't freak out about it and don't get like oh i'm getting this wrong and i'm never going to get this like it's just just relax about it and just know that like everyone has this skill. Like we were born with this ability to tune in with our bodies. And so just know that like that, but what goes wrong is that when, when we're dieting and we're restricting and we're like, you know, we can only eat certain cal calories that we have been taught to disconnect from our bodies, that we've been taught to just use our brains and so this is just a practice of, of just reconnecting with our bodies. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, Deb, yeah, so doing it around mealtimes is more helpful. Great question. Yeah, yeah, so 
yes, like that's because that's the time when your your tummy's active and <laughs> and when we want to do it. So um, actually, we might do tiny wins, and then I'll, I'm going to share with you. So the next challenge that we're going to do together is the tummy challenge and so I'll um yeah I'll actually go through there's a workbook for the tummy challenge to, to help you and I think going through that workbook will be um kind of give you a clearer picture on like a more instructive on actually what to what to do um but yeah we haven't done tiny wins yet and it's like what am I doing Jules um so who has something I would like to share with the group in terms of what's working well or a lesson or or a fail. Um, Emma's going, seem to be eating more intentionally, more often, listening to a week's worth of thought for the, of the day over time at a time. Overeating is never worth it. Even one more bite is not, never worth it. All the rest and over and over. Something must be sticking as it seems to be working. The right thought is coming to me at the right time. I love that, Emma. So, yeah, Emma's been with the group for, for a while and it's, like, so great to see, like, yeah, like the right thought is coming at the right time. So like over time, like the more she's been tuning into into um, like programming these thoughts into her, into her brains, then then they start you'll start thinking them like at the time when they make a difference. So yeah, celebrating that one, Emma for sure. Okay, has anyone else got something they'd like to show at the group? Someone must have something. Come on. Okay, everyone that's on the call live, you all have a win. It's that you're here and you're in your lives. <laughs> okay, yeah. Lindsay. Um, I've been away for a week on holiday for eight days and it's been indulgent in terms of the different types of food I've eaten. Um, I feel I've followed all the principles. Um, weight's not changing on the scales. So I met with disappointment first when I came back yesterday and weighed. And the narrative of this isn't working, um, you've been kidding yourself, really a you know, fairly toxic narrative. But I... Uh, just gave myself some time to process it and thought actually I would normally do three or four pounds of damage in a week um, and it's one pound I didn't weigh while I was away I didn't have scales but I'm one pound heavier than I was eight days ago nine days ago um, and I've had some amazing food that I have eaten probably 75% of and enjoyed it 200% more than I've done in the past because I've been so uh, guilty whilst I'm eating on holiday and knowing I'm stacking it up, but ostrich head in the sand. So I think that actually is the, is the win for me this week is no, the scales haven't, I've, I can't say oh, I lost weight while I was away, and you know, but I kept to the principles. I kept listening to my body and I enjoyed every bite. I stopped when I'd stopped enjoying it. Uh, the, the maximization of the pleasure of the food to have only put on one pound feels a bit incredible. 
Mm. I love that, Lindsay. Like, and I love that you like interesting, hey, that your brain was like disappointed. Oh, I like, I've like, I should have been losing weight while I was on this holiday eating all this amazing food. And then I did it. And so I'm disappointed. And then you're able to coach yourself. Like that's huge. And notice how mm. like our sneaky our brains are. Like they they like go in and like look for like it's looking for the negative hey and so the fact that you could pause and go hang on process it go hang on actually I just really enjoyed this holiday I ate all the things that I really wanted to eat like and I've like gained a pound which is like nothing like that's well I was saying yeah gaining or losing a pound two pounds throughout the, the last two months um and it was just that sort of there was a weariness of I'm not actually breaking the ceiling of of this sort of perpetual three pounds, but I'm breaking absolute new ground mentally about yeah. stuff. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So I and I think like setting that expectation, Lindsay, of like like when you're going travel, when you're going on holidays like that, and you're having a like, yeah, like do you like is it a, like it's probably like not a great expectation to be wanting to lose weight in that scenario like whereas like mm. to just like to have enjoyment and come back the same way like amazing like that's what that sounds really good and then mm. like seeing it like you know looking at like actually getting the scale to move like choosing other times to focus on that and to have that season of of getting things to move yeah. yeah yeah this is huge okay I'm glad I like persevered with getting <laughs> getting the tiny wins to come out amazing Lindsay um Jen said you already shared mine awesome um so actually Lindsay before we um before you mute yourself so how do you feel about like so you like you've kind of like so your weight's been stable the whole whole time so far essentially like plus or minus which I think that a lot of people are in that that scenario so remember everyone like that this is where you're supposed to be I, I mentioned that last week because we've yeah. been like we've been focusing on enjoyment focusing on getting some foundational like making intentional choices so and keeping that weight stable and it's like when we and so now is the time where we want to start moving things and that's where the tummy challenge comes in because it's like getting the quantity like adjusting that quantity is now the only other thing that we need to do is like just just dialing that quantity back but still feeling satisfied is is really the sort of I was talking about that window before so when we want the if we want to be losing weight we need to be more focused on stopping a bit mm. sooner like getting that quantity right and uh, the other significant thing is that that, that phrase from last week's coaching of this is where you're meant to be when somebody yeah. else was saying that were either that they uh, were celebrating that they had lost a bit of weight um and it was like well that's amazing because we weren't actually focusing on that at the moment that landed and then mm. somebody else said i'm not losing weight but yeah but you're not meant to at the moment and the very fact that i dialed in from holiday and i heard that live is what carried me through this morning that i didn't um jeopardize the whole thing with the self-sabotaging and this isn't working it was like hang on a minute I'll hold your words of this is where I'm meant to be I absolutely can tick the boxes on everything else that is making sense it's giving me maximum pleasure out of food 
and I'm not putting on weight. Last time I had maximum pleasure out of food, I was putting on weight. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So great, Lindsay. Yeah. And I think the other, I didn't mention this earlier, but I think the other thing that is really great when we start to do the work around the tummy challenge is getting getting all of you to feel empowered in your like relationship with the scale and your in your in your weight in that you are in control like you're in control of what you put in your mouth and you it's not just this this weight isn't something that's happening to you like you are the one that gets to you you're the one that can influence this you have impact over it you have agency over it and so that's this doing the tummy challenge now is the thing to help you have that experience and once you have that experience like you'll just you'll feel more like you know what to do with that it's it's really really key amazing yeah so good Lindsay um and Leslie said every little nugget helps move me towards permanent change old habits are fading and I replace with better habits oh so good good to see you Leslie okay Excellent. Um, okay, so tell me, Charles, I'm just going to do a screen share because I think that'll be the easiest way to show you. Um, I haven't shared my screen for ages. I'm just like, hang on, how do I do this again? Um, okay, so, so in Firefox, tell me, Charles. Okay, share. Okay, so in circle in the resources section, and I'll link to this. So actually, if you're listening to this, uh, the replay, um, you won't be able to see the, see my screen, but just go to the resources section in circle and it says November 2023 Tommy Challenge. And um, there's a little story there that you can, you can read about how, the, how this, this skill of learning to listen to my tummy really is the reason why Naturally Healthy Club exists. Like before I learned this skill, I was my weight was okay, but it was this massive struggle to me to stay there. Whereas once I learned this skill, I actually be, learned that I have agency. I felt in rather than my weight being something that I was wasn't empowered with, I was disempowered. It actually this was a skill that gave me that that feeling of being empowered, like that I am and the one that gets to gets to control this um, in a like in a really peaceful, calm way. So there's two parts to the tummy challenge and and actually before we go dive into this if you haven't done the daily practice challenge yet or if you don't feel like you've got your daily practice habit in place yet focus on that first knowing that you can come and start this tummy challenge anytime like we're you've got four months left like any like it's not something that you need to rush into it's like when you when you you're ready to do it um, but how did there's there's two up there's two ways you can do the tummy challenge. There's a like a three second version, and then there's a, a five minute version. So the three second version is where you just there's a star chart to print. So I've, or you can make your own. So um, see it up there. Um, so it's 21 days, and 
you just what I invite you to do is just to choose one meal a day to focus on for your tummy challenge. And it's probably while you're learning this skill, it's easier if it's a meal that you can eat by yourself, but you can do it. I have done it. I got last time I did the tummy challenge. I did, I used it for dinner and I did it at the table with my family. So I actually, and I'm going to do that again this time. I'm going to print it out and we'll do it together as a family. And um, so yeah, you can do it like people have done it with their share with their partner. So you don't you can it's up to you if you want to keep it to yourself or if you want to do it with other people involve other people. Um, and then so you choose one meal a day to focus on, and it doesn't like you can skip a day here and that doesn't have to be consecutive days. Um, and then for your chosen meal, when you sit down, just remind yourself that overeating is never worth it. And then just set an intention that you're going to check in with your tummy how your tummy's feeling three times. So you're going to pause and check in before you start eating and then midway through your plate and then at the end when you're like getting close to finishing or if you notice, oh, hang on, maybe I'm um, I'm, I'm feeling it. And then, and that's it. Just you're, so you, it's just, so that the goal isn't to necessarily, you know, leave food on your plate or to, to com- completely like get exactly what your satisfaction point was um so it's just the goal is that you will have so you want i want you to feel successful if you've just remembered to pause and check in and it that's all you need to do for this the three second version and that will be enough to make a difference because often like we're not even like we're just eating and we're not even paying attention to how our tummies are feeling at that when we're eating and so this is like this three-second version is very powerful because it starts to bring awareness into into the into meal times, um, and then the other option, which if you I, I would encourage you to to do, is a more detailed option, where I've actually given you a workbook. So essentially, it's like it's the same thing: twenty-one days, choosing one meal to focus on each day, and again, when you're sitting down before you start eating, reminding yourself this thought: overeating is never worth it. And then there's actually um, some exercises um, to do. Uh, so that's the story and how to participate. Yeah. So there's a daily worksheet for each. Um, each day it's the same it's the same each day so before the meal just there's actually like you can check off of like checking in with how your tummy's feeling so ravenous hungry neutral satisfied or overstuffed and then like you can just there's space to write in some notes if there's anything that you're noticing Um, and then during the meal remember overeating is never worth it and then just a reminder to pause and check in. So it's the same thing, pausing and checking in with how your tummy is physically feeling like before you start eating midway through and at the end and then after the meal. And if you you feel satisfied, there's still food there. Like that's like, don't, don't eat everything on your plate. Like the more you like that you can leave, um, like when you, after you feel satisfied, like the, the better. Um, and then you can just um, then after the meal again we want to just rate how your tummy's feeling and then also like what just note what your security satiety cues were so um, whether whether the food you stopped tasting good if if you had a physical feeling and then 
the other thing that we want to do is just to start tuning into the thoughts that you're having when you're eating. So, and so when you notice, I actually, you know, that I'm feeling pretty satisfied and there's still food on your plate. What's going to happen is you're going to have some sneaky thoughts that are going to come up and, uh, and yeah, like, and so what we want to do is just start noticing those and also being ready to coach yourself. And I find for me, when I've got this, when I know that I'm satisfied and I know that I've had enough food and there's still food on my plate, if I just, there'll be sneaky thoughts about, oh, this is so good. I want more or, you know, whatever. I don't want to waste it is another one that comes up for a lot of people. And when those these sneaky thoughts come up, just telling myself, no, overeating is never worth it. It just shuts down all the sneaky thoughts and um, and then I go, oh, yeah, right, no, that's not worth it, and then I'm able to leave food on my plate. And so what I would encourage you to do is when you notice that satisfaction, when you notice that you're feeling satisfied, just remembering yourself, overeating is not worth it, and then actually like making that choice, okay, I'm going to stop eating now. So you're putting your cutlery down but actually moving the plate somewhere else is a really helpful thing because if you just leave the plate sitting in front of you, you'll find that you keep picking at it. So if you're at a if I'm at a restaurant, I like put my serviette over or I just push it away from me a little bit. But when I'm at home at dinner time, I actually get up, pick the plate up and put it in the kitchen and get my tea and then come back to the table and you know keep eating with my family. Um, yeah, so this is the the tummy challenge. And then the other the other question in there every day is just to think about, you know, is there anything that I want to do differently next time so that you're learning from every day? And this is like, remember, this is a skill. It's like learning to drive a car. So, of course, there's going to be times where it feels hard or it feels like it's not working and you're having to use all this focus on it. But just know that like like driving a car now, like you just get into the car and drive, like that's where, where you will get to with this skill of listening to your tummy. It's just a matter of practicing and the more you do it, the easier it's going to become. So I'm going to stop screen sharing and just notes. Um, oh, yeah, and so with the tummy challenge, yeah, when you're ready to start the tummy challenge, just post in the on the page saying that you're in and that you're starting. And also there are prizes for when you finish. So when you finish the challenge, again, post in the group so that Caroline knows to send you your prize. Um, okay, where are my notes? In Zoom. Um, so let's see. Oh, yeah, so a couple of people, um, Rachel and Tanya had posted eek <laughs> on, the, on the tummy challenge. Um, and, yeah, I think it was Rachel or Tanya or someone had said it, seem, it seems hard and unattainable, um, but we'll work on reframing that thought and trying slash learning and not being perfect. Um, okay, amazing. Emma started day one. But, yeah, so if you're feeling like eek and if you're feeling like, oh, this is going to be hard, this is, I don't know if I can do this, that's okay. Like, of course you're feeling like that. That's really normal when you're, like, starting a new skill. And so what what we want to do is just remind ourselves, yeah, like, of course this feels hard. Like, yeah, everything feels hard when I first start trying to do it. But he's going to get easier and all I need to do is just practice. And I don't have to do it perfectly it's um it's just a matter of practicing this is so nice i've got sun it's like i'm not in ireland anymore um yes so that's the that is the the tummy challenge and 
the tiny habit that um, that goes along with this is, um, you know, is it like after I notice I've had enough, I remind myself that overeating isn't worth it and I will leave food on my plate. And I would, I guess, to set some expectations for me, um, okay, Tracy's printing workbook now. Excellent, Tracy. <laughs> um, I'd say about 80% of the time my, I serve myself too much food and my actual satisfaction level is like I feel satisfied before I've finished everything on my plate. And I've been doing this for years, right, like three or four years. I've been really had this skill dialed in and like I think just having that expectation is that when we serve ourselves out food that's when we're at our hungriest and so we don't really know how much we're going to need and so we often put more food on our plates than we actually need um so I generally like most meals I'll leave food on my plate Sometimes I will finish my plate and that will be the perfect amount. Occasionally I will finish what's on my plate and then I'll go back for more because I'll, I won't have felt satisfied. Um, and so like sometimes you'll you'll need to go back for more to feel satisfied. But most of the time, I think for most of us, we put too much of it. And particularly like if our weight isn't where we want it to be, it's like we have been eating too much. And so the, the, the amount that we currently put on your plate is probably too much. And for some people, like learning this, like for me, like just learning this skill and tuning into my tummy has been the most helpful thing. However, for some people, I think what can be more helpful is actually just serving yourself less to start with. And then like, and so then you've got that natural end point, that natural pause point. Oh, okay. My plate's empty. Then checking in with your tummy and then you can, like giving yourself permission to go back for more if you, if you need it. Um, but yeah, ex you can experiment and play around with both those things. You could just keep you serving yourself the same amount if you want, or you might like to try serving yourself less just to give yourself, um, you know, just a, a more of a, a chance. Um, okay. Leslie said, I did the, did the little challenge last time and trying to, the five minute one to gain more insight. But even from the first time I did it, when I remember it works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um. So just, oh, yeah, so some obstacles and sneaky thoughts that come up. So um, like this is so good, I want more, is the, like is, you'll notice, like when you notice that you've full, this is really good, I want to keep eating, um, that, that obstacle thought comes up a, a lot. And so the thought that can be helpful there is just remembering that the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. So I've already had the most delicious part of this. And also if I save it, I'll enjoy it more later. Oh, and actually that's one thing that I, I meant to share with you guys is that what I do rather and with the food waste thing, what I do is rather than like throw out the food, if you're comfortable throwing out the bits that you're not eating, great. But what I like to do is I have like a jar in the fridge or a container and I just, it's my jar of random bites. So if there's a few bites left, I just put put them in this jar and then I just add to it. And sometimes that's enough to make up a whole meal. So actually for my lunch yesterday, it was um, pretty much I had my jar of random bites of random bits from over the weekend that I had been on my plate that I hadn't finished. And then I added a, a little bit of tofu to it, but that was enough for a whole meal for me. Um, so if I hadn't have done that, like if I had have just eaten all that food, like of, of course then my weight would have, like wouldn't have been so great. So, and I would have had, I would have like, 
So yeah, this idea that if we eat food, then it's not wasted isn't true. Like if you're if you're eating, whenever you're eating more than your body needs, that's a way, just as much of a waste of food as you throwing it out in the bin. So, um, so yeah, I, the thought, like if the thought comes, I don't want to waste this comes up, just remind yourself every time I overeat, I'm taking more than my share of the resources and it's actually just as wasteful as me throwing it out. Um, and the, another thought that some people find helpful with the food waste one is just this thought that like my body isn't a compost bin or a rubbish bin. Um, and then what else? Um, oh yeah, for those of you that like, if you really love having a clean plate and you've been raised in the clean plate club, like which I was, but I love rebelling against it. Like leaving food on my plate feels really good for me. But if it feels uncomfortable to leave food on your plate, then I invite you to to like just serve yourself less in the beginning because there's you know if you don't want to rebel from the clean plate clean plate club, there's no need to. But so you just you want to be serving yourself smaller amounts. Um, and and if you like if you you've have if you're eating with distractions or you're you know you want to eat in front of the tv again serving yourself a smaller amount so that you've got that normal pause point is a really smart way to like dial in this rather than because it's if you're distracted and you're like if you you're doing something else it is really hard to check into your body so so rather than trying to do something make it make life hard for yourself you can make it easier by just serving yourself less and giving yourself permission to go back if you do feel like you need more um what else oh yeah and the other thing is just setting the expectation around like being willing to feel the discomfort because when we when you're used to just finishing your plate when you're used to just eating everything um and you like particularly at the beginning when you start learning to like go out and stop it does feel uncomfortable (laughs) like it does there is a discomfort of like oh because you know normally would be still eating and I'm not or if everyone else is still eating you're like oh okay like and just being okay with feeling that discomfort is a superpower and just noticing like yeah I can feel this discomfort and that actually me feeling this discomfort now is great because it means that I'm going to feel better in my body later. It means I'm going to feel better when I'm weighing myself tomorrow. It's uh, it's actually like it's actually a superpower to feel that discomfort. But it's that still comes up for me. Like I still feel discomfort sometimes when I've when I'm leaving food on my plate. So just having that expectation is, I think, can be helpful. So. So there we go. Tummy challenge is on. So how's everyone feeling? Does anyone have any questions or any thoughts before I move on to coaching? It's so sunny. No? Feeling okay? Yeah? Okay. No questions? Okay. So does anyone have anything you'd like to coach on? So I've got a couple of that have come in from the, the chat everyone's kicking gold weight's heading in the right direction everyone's feeling good no (laughs) Emma's feeling good awesome okay this is good I noticed that I'm satisfied with my meals but later in the evening I'm I get hungry again. So I'm trying to 
figure out how to balance balance that or um, yeah right I don't, I don't really need anything more at the meal it seems like i'm i'm fully satisfied but then i'm not after a few hours right and it's always always later in the day like early in the day i had today i had a light breakfast i haven't had anything for lunch but later in the day and it doesn't bother me but later in the day it does right right so do you think um so is it definitely that you're hungry deb later on at night or is it could be could it be that something like that it's more like you've got an urge to eat like there's something else that's driving that like I suppose there's sometimes it's not hunger but just a craving for something but other times I'm like I have methods of coping with it like I try using a protein bar first because or I, I I'll try to like have a little bit of what I'm craving and then I'll try the protein bar because that seems to satisfy me if I'm if I just need something small but sometimes it just doesn't work I've tried and I haven't tried the bilateral stimulation a lot but I did try it and it didn't I'm like okay and then I'm waiting <laughs> still put I couldn't I just was hungry right okay that, night i'm not saying that's always the case yeah i'm wondering deb then um yeah like if it does feel like it's it's, it's hunger rather than just having like a craving for, for something so bilateral stimulation like it helps if it's like more of a it's psychological craving like a brain thing rather than a body thing but it's it's sounding like maybe there's a body like it's body hunger so i'm just wondering if experimenting with having more protein at dinner time would be helpful because because just to, and just do an experiment and see how that feels if you like have a, a meal where you're really focusing on eating a lot more protein and having less veggies or less whatever else you're having with it so that you're like just changing that the types of food that you're having at your dinner yeah i can try that but i'm not in control of dinner all the time yeah so yeah okay okay but um yeah like but just maybe just experiment to see because it's maybe then like if you are having a, a lower protein dinner then you might want to have your protein bar like after that like at, at that time okay i'll try that i but I guess part of it is that I don't feel like I'm hungry then. It's not till later. So, but I, I guess I can, you know, have the protein bars the first. Um, try try to stave it off if it's just a craving with the bilateral stimulation. And then if that does not work, then go to a higher protein way Option, of, yeah. of higher yeah. protein eat uh, that's higher protein rather than yeah. just carb sweets or something yeah and okay. the other the other thing deb is just to make sure it's not like a like a kind of psychological like craving for sugar is to just check in with um like are, are you giving yourself permission to have sweets at other times okay 
Like I like it, it, are there are there things that and maybe it's like like yeah like are you are you are you letting yourself have 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 sweets at sweets enough like and maybe you'd be better to plan like and intentionally have dessert at after dinner so that you you're you're satisfying that sweet that craving for something sweet and maybe it's not something that you do every day but maybe experimenting with that or maybe you might like to experiment with having like something sweet after lunch so that you you're giving yourself that like what you what you want as well okay yeah uh i'll try some of those different options to see yeah. if there's something that works better for yeah. me yeah yeah like just do that experiment. experiment okay thank you yeah amazing yeah and report back let us know how you get on with that deb okay yeah awesome Okay, did anyone else want, have anything you wanted to question, anything you wanted to coach on? Actually, Jules, if I could just say, like, what you just said was, like, the exact thing that was happening to me, like, that I wasn't allowing myself to have sweets, and I was, like, really restricting, and once I let that go, then all of a sudden, I didn't want to eat the sweets at night. Yes, right, great, Deb. Yes. <laughs> I mean, great, Deb. <laughs> That'll be I good was to very get. afraid at the beginning, like if I just let myself have all of the things that for like years I said, oh, you can't like, you can't have that. You can't have that. That like my weight would go crazy and it would be very horrible. But if I think like compared to one month ago and now like it hasn't, like my weight's maybe gone down like a teensy bit, but I don't feel like I'm like restricting and then simultaneously like really wanting the thing so maybe just sharing that in case anybody's afraid Thank like yes. if they give themselves permission to have that thing that they were like oh I can't have that that like it was actually okay which I know it sounds so silly saying that but like for like 20 years in my head I was like so afraid of it yeah that's the noise thank you for sharing that it's really helpful Jen because it's really yeah yeah it's a it's a Deb <laughs> and for everyone yeah like that's part of why we start with making intentional choices where I encourage everyone to anticipate something delicious and give yourself that permission because when we give ourselves when it's okay for us to have stuff it removes a lot of the desire um there we go Leslie said I think um I get tired in the evening and keep myself going with the snack thinking about just going to bed or rest with a book or a soothe in another way yeah that's the other thing that can happen with late night snacking is you're actually just tired <laughs> and so that actually that's another thing to experiment with Deb is just checking in and asking yourself like what do I really need right now can be a helpful way to because often when we ask ourselves that question it'll be oh I need to go to bed or I need a hug or I need what you'll know what you need and it actually isn't isn't food it isn't sugar at all so yeah but it's just we all have these things and it's just doing experiments and seeing what works and what doesn't till we do you do you get to a place that feels good with them um excellent okay so um that's it for this week everyone i've just got a, a bit of coaching for melissa and lorna so i might do i'll do that now at the end of the call but if you do need to go um Lindsay's saying sometimes I need to hydrate rather than, yeah, when you ask, he's actually, I'm thirsty. I need a cup of tea. Yeah, there we go. 
Um, so have a great week, everyone. Next week, we are going to be talking about your appetite. And, and yeah, so your home play is to just keep going with, with what you're working on. And if you're ready to join in the tummy challenge, do. But if you're not, you know, keep, keep working on what feels good to you. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you guys next week. And if you yeah, need help with anything in between time, post in the group. Um, okay, so I'm just going to hang on and because um, Melissa had posted in the group um, intentionally overeating and she said, hi, Jules. Um, what would you say about intentionally overeating when you know that you won't have an opportunity to eat again for several hours? Um, it is just is it um, is it just better to have a small portable but less nutritious snack later, or to have more bites than I need now to tide me over? Asking from a place of curiosity rather than perfectionism. <laughs> um, so yeah, great question, Melissa. And I think that for me, I prefer to. Uh, I would prefer the first option is if, if I know that I'm not going to be able to eat again for several hours, I would just eat like until I felt satisfied, but I would take a, a, a portable snack. So I had an option. So if I did feel like I needed something later, I could, I, I would have that option. Um, so that's, that's how I would approach it. But if, again, but if you like, like everyone's different and, and it just depends on, on you. And so if you like, if carrying a snack is going to be a pain and you like, um, yeah, like then, and you like, you, you don't want to do that, then having it, like, there's nothing wrong with like eating a little bit past when you're satisfied, knowing if that's going to, that that's going to carry you over. Like if that feels good to you, then do that. Like there's kind of no right or wrong with it, Melissa. And I just experiment and see like what what feels better for you to 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 manage that situation. So, but great to ask that question. Um, and okay, Lorna had also also posted um, about treats. So Lorna had posted in the group. I'm doing my daily plan. Um, in doing my daily plan, it it's becoming clear to me that I'm struggling to pick a treat every single day. I'm sure this is a big picture problem. Um, in order to try and feel safe in my childhood, I tried to work out what my parents wanted from me and do that. It was a survival skill, but I didn't get a chance to practice thriving skills. So didn't ever really know what I want in any circumstance. It doesn't even occur to me to think about it. It is now safe for me to be myself and to have what I want in life, but I need to take baby steps and planning my daily treat seems like the perfect place to start. Today I went out for lunch and decided in advance to have a glass of wine. It was okay and I'm glad I had it. It just that wine isn't really a treat for me. I came home and ate half a box of really sickly sweet Christmas chocolates and feel a bit sick. The, my thoughts on this are that although lunch was tasty, I didn't feel like I had a treat. My belief at this stage is that I don't deliberately pick my if I don't deliberately pick my treat, it seems the wrong treat will pick me. Um, could you coach on how to work out my treats? Thank you. Okay. So first thing for Lorna and for everyone is I think changing the language, like changing it from treat to something delicious is a, can be really helpful because like getting caught up in, um, in treats, what's, what's a treat, what's not, um, can be, uh, yeah, that I think, that that language change Lorna is the first thing so rather than thinking about picking a treat every day thinking about what's something 
picking something that you're going to really enjoy every day. And so some days that might be like, you know, it might be a salad. It might be a beautiful piece of salmon. It doesn't have to be chocolate. And then the other thing I would really, yeah. So like when you you said, so you've done an experiment, you learn a great lesson here that like having a glass of wine, if that doesn't, if that's not really a treat for you, like if that's not really like satisfying for you, then like that doesn't count. Like if you want to have wine, great, but I wouldn't um, use that as the thing that your, your, your anticipate, your delicious thing for the day. And what I would encourage you to do is like, just have a list of your go-to treats. Like what are like, well, your delicious things, like what are the, like actually come up with a list of what are the things that I haven't had for a while that I really want to have? What are the things that I, and this is for everyone. Like, um, like if you're struggling with thinking of something, just start a running list. And then when you notice, Oh, I haven't had donuts for a while and put some donuts on your, on your list. And then you can like plan them in to have at some point and just have this running list of when you notice you have a craving for something and then go, Oh yeah. Okay. I haven't had, lamingtons for ages it's australian like cake yeah just put the lamingtons on your list and then you can you can you've got right when you're thinking through okay what what do i want to what's what would i want my delicious thing to be today you can just have a look at your list and then easy so i would yeah let me know lorna if you what your thoughts are on that and see see how we we can just and again it's just experimenting and trying it trying and and think but i think having a go-to list would be good would be would be a, a, the best place to start and because you know you like you know the things that you really love but having them at top of mind um can be really helpful but so then when you're doing your daily practice you're like oh yeah I can just got that as reference so you're not having to think up from scratch okay so that's it for today everyone um have a beautiful week and I will catch you guys next week okay bye